Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. This video was recorded in quite a few bits and pieces, recorded in the heat of the plains of the Punjab, where in the last few days or so it has reached up to 45 degrees C and it doesn't drop below 35 degrees C at night. Now for those of you in the United States, 45 degrees C, if I double it and add 30, that's 90, 120 degrees Fahrenheit in the shade during the day. And at night, 35 plus 2, 70 plus 30, 100 degrees Fahrenheit at night. It's really quite silly, silly, silly hot. Now in this video, uh, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be giving you some updates, some information regarding Komodo, uh, a little bit about Skycoin, just a general overview about Skycoin, this new cryptocurrency fabulous wallet by Garda, the Garda wallet. I've got a little bit of information about Caviar. I'm going to be having them on my channel in a... In a in about a week or so's time, and also how you can make 82% profits in cryptocurrencies. Finally, some really exciting news about Minex Coin and their long-awaited credit card. I am now on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for, I think, about six weeks. Uh, although I joined in March 2018, I didn't start using it properly until a few weeks ago. Uh, so please do follow me on Twitter. I'm uh, at CryptoRichYT is my Twitter handle and uh, I'm one of the things I wanted to show you was oh by the way I'm going to be at the blockchain summit in London on on um, June the 27th so if you're there please do look out for me tweet me let me know and I follow caviar now I invested in caviar I did a few videos about caviar and what they do is they take the money that they raise from their ICO and they put it in their intelligent predictive model which is a tool that they use to track the fortunes and the prices of particular cryptocurrencies. When cryptocurrencies are going high, they move the funds into that. And then when cryptocurrencies are going low, they move the funds into their real estate investment. They're a successful real estate uh, company. I will be having them on my channel in a couple of weeks' time. So please, if you have any questions or comments for Alex and Krill and the rest of the team, put them in the description below. But on their tweet, on their Twitter, whatever it is, they had this uh, article which struck me. Average ICO investor makes 82% profit. And they interviewed this Boston College pr professor, Hugo Benedetti. Benedetti. And uh, this is what he had to say. So the average ICO investor makes 82% profit. They had a question and answer session with him. And I'm just going to highlight some of the things that struck me. And I'll go to the original article. So they did this uh, study where they looked at over 4,000 ICOs. And we were, he says here, we were most surprised by the magnitude of ICO returns, even after adjusting for projects that haven't listed on a crypto exchange yet. In our most pessimistic simulation, we assume that projects that haven't listed on an exchange generate a negative return of minus 100%, a total loss. That simulation still brings the value weighted average return to 82%. So this is even though that they adjust it to... Um, the most unsuccessful is minus 100, you lose all your money, then on average with the others, you're still making 82%. And they link to a CNN article, which is here, and I will have the links to, to this and the other articles in the description below. So he uh, headed up the rich search, and this is what the CNN article says that struck me. It's a 54-page report. They examined 4,003 ICOs, which raised a combined $12 billion. And uh, you can see this is the uh, Bitcoin price, how that went up over the time of the studies. 
This is the token index, the value of the different tokens, excluding Bitcoin. And this is the returns generated by investing in ICOs. Uh, 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 uh. The return increased significantly for investors who held onto their tokens over longer time periods. So this is the value of hodling. So netting hodlers 140% over 90 days, 430% over 180 days, and 1,880% over 360 days. However, researchers noted there are fewer data points for these longer durations, as most ICO tokens have not been trading for a full calendar year. Nevertheless, there's a strong argument here for hodling. So what do they have to say about scams? It says that scams, while plentiful in number, are not as important in terms of stolen capital because the investors are shrewd enough to spot and underfund them. While our results could be an indication of bubbles, so talking about bubbles, they're also consistent with high compensation for risk for investing in unproven pre-revenue platforms through unregulated offerings, they added. So the takeaways from this very short piece is, uh, and this is also what I, what I cover on my channel, coins that I'm interested in, Projects that I'm interested in, like Minex Coin, uh, Skycoin, Komodo, and some of its offshoots. And then also uh, ICOs, good quality ICOs, those that have a really great business use case that uh, are often our existing businesses moving their models over onto the blockchain. So that applies to Restart Energy, uh, Caviar.io, and also I would say um, Zero Carbon Project, Block Shipping. These are all coins that I've projects that I've covered. Cool cousin. So um, <clears throat> do you? But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do your own due diligence. Do your own due diligence. Look for good ICOs that have a real business use case. Check them out. Don't invest any more than you're willing to lose. And there is value in hodling. During this uh, bear market, as the prices dipped, I have not sold any of my cryptocurrencies. If anything, I'm looking to rustle up some more so I can buy some more. And I did buy uh, two ETH worth of MNX coin because they announced that they're very soon going to be formally announcing their MineX coin credit card, which I'm very excited about. All right, so uh, watch out for the Caviar uh, AMA in a few weeks' time. That's going to be on my channel, and I'm looking forward to that. And now I'm going to tell you about another project. All right, this is a shot of my Exodus wallet. And uh, you know, I've, I've, I've used Exodus quite a bit. I like Exodus, I think it's very, very easy to use. But in this section, I'm gonna tell you about a new wallet, which I think has um, some really, really interesting features. And in many respects, there's an improvement upon what Exodus and Jack's wallet offer and some of the other wallets. I've used Exodus and Jack's, but of course, most of my cryptocurrencies I keep in a in a hardware wallet, uh, and there's KeepKey, and there's Ledger, and there's Trezor. That's the best way of keeping your cryptocurrencies. And um, I have links in the description below if you want to use those affiliate codes to get yourself one of those. But in those are the most secure way of keeping your cryptocurrencies. So what is this new wallet? Well, I'll tell you in a moment. And um, before I do, I just want to let you know where I am. It's 40 degrees C in the shade. <laughs> and I'm sitting in a room where I'm not normally recording. And I'm sitting in front of the window, and the AC's on, and it's really, really hot. And please subscribe, hit the notification bell, comments, questions. Uh, I have an interview coming up with the founders of this wallet in the next few days or so, so watch out for that. Subscribe so you 
find out about those. And which wallet is it? It is Garda, the Garda wallet. Now this is their Medium page. And they have got this really clear, simple article about custodial versus non-custodial wallets. Benefits of light wallets. So what a light wallet is, is a wallet where you don't need to download the entire blockchain, which makes it a whole lot uh, easier and quicker to use. So you, you know, you can have um, most, if not all, Android and iPhone wallets are light wallets, because you couldn't store the entire blockchain for a particular cryptocurrency, especially an old cryptocurrency like Digibyte or Bitcoin, you couldn't store that on your mobile. So those are light wallets. Then you have custodial versus non-custodial. Now a custodial wallet is the type where somebody else has custody of your private keys. So an exchange is a custodial wallet. And I always recommend do not, do not keep your cryptocurrency on an exchange unless you absolutely have to and only as much as you're willing to lose because the exchange could get hacked, it could get shut down by regulations, anything could happen. A, a, a non-custodial wallet is one where you have ownership of the private keys and nobody else does. As long as you have ownership of the private keys, that cryptocurrency is yours and it's upon your head to keep that all safe and secure. So there's no counterparty risk. You're not reliant on a third party. Now, Exodus and Jax are both light wallets and they're non-custodial. I have the private keys to my Jax wallet and to my Exodus wallet. Same also with my uh, Keep Key and my Ledger and my Trezor. So the benefits of, um, so those are the difference between custodial and non-custodial. Now, Garda are a fairly, fairly new um, wallet and I found out about them via Komodo. Komodo asked me to do this, asked me to get in touch with Garda and have a look. And I said, okay, well, let's have a look. They've launched a non-custodial wallet for Android and a Komodo wallet for Android. So you can keep Komodo on the Android wallet. And I started looking at more and more and more and more. And just this one, the, their Android wallet allows you to stake from within the, um, within the Garda wallet, Komodo, Komodo coins. So I have, I have my Komodo in an Agama wallet, which is um, on my desktop. It's, I have the private keys and every now and then I can go in and I can collect the Komodo that I've staked. Now, Garda will allow you to do that as well, keeping them in Komodo, but it has other features as well. And one of the things that I really, really like is the Garda Plat wallet will sync across different platforms. So they have a web wallet. Actually, this is the, I'll come to the web wallet in a second. This is their homepage. They have a web-based wallet where you can store, send, receive, exchange, and buy crypto with the Garda web wallet, and you can manage your assets staying in full control of the process. It says here, you can also swap cryptocurrencies within uh, the Garda wallet, like you can with Jax, like you can with Exodus. But the difference is with um, Exodus, they integrate with Shapeshift. Garda integrates with three different um, exchange um, functions of providers. One is Shapeshift, the other one is Change Early. The other one I can't remember. We will come to that. And it chooses whichever one offers the cheapest price at the time you want to make the change. You're also able to buy cryptocurrencies through the Garda wallet because they're fully regulated. And they're going to be setting up where you can sell cryptocurrencies for fiat inside the wallet. Now, they have a series of mobile wallets. And the mobile wallets right now are only for one cryptocurrency at a time. So let me show you some screenshots. These are screenshots of the Ethereum wallet from Android, 
what I did was I installed this on my Android phone, took some screenshots, sent them to myself via my wife's WhatsApp account. You can have a look and see for yourself. This is now each right now for each coin you have to have a separate light wallet on your phone. So Ethereum has one uh, application, Ethereum Classic has another application, Bitcoin has another application, and so on and so forth. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be shortly issuing a mobile wallet which has all the coins on one application, so you won't need all of them. But until then, let's have a look at this. This is the Ethereum wallet. You create a wallet, move through, you can get to see the private key, and I'll show you what that looks like in a moment. This is the um, contents page where you can choose different options. Here, if you want to um, sell, you click on this, and what it does, it connects to Coinify in the United Kingdom, and they have other um, exchanges. This is if you want to exchange coins from Ethereum to Bitcoin or something else. It gets sent to your Bitcoin wallet elsewhere. They use Shapeshift, Change Now, and Change Ellie. Whichever one offers the cheapest option. All right, uh, you can select which one you want to do. And uh, you can select different currencies depending upon the region that you're in, the dollar, Russian ruble, the pound. And this is if you want to log out. So those are some screenshots of the Ethereum Android wallet. Now let's have a look at the web wallet, which I opened up earlier. This is the website. Where is it? Here is the web wallet. No, 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 no. Here is the web wallet. And um, I, for demonstrating purposes, I created one with a very secure password. I am kidding. Do not use this as your password. And it is P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D. You can see what it looks like. Click on unlock. There you go. That's what the web wallet looks like. Now there's a backup, and I'll show you what that looks like in a moment. Um, and the coin, the coins that they're listing are arranged in alphabetical order: Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Gold, Callista, Dash, Decred, Digibyte, Doge, Classic, Ethereum Classic, Ethereum, and the tokens. They are they have added about 500 different tokens, Ethereum ERC20 tokens. Komodo, they'll be adding all the different Komodo tokens, Litecoin. NLG, which is Gwildan, Qtum, Waves, Stellar, Ripple, Zcash, and so on. And they're adding lots of coins as they go along. And you're going to be able to exchange in between them. So if I click on Exchange, I can exchange from Bitcoin to, let's have a look, NLG. I don't know what NLG is. And it will take me through the steps to do that. Uh, I can also receive and send any of the coins, of course, and... Here you can buy using Coinify or Indicoin. And um, they're going to be allowing people to sell. So you can buy using your Visa card, your debit card or your credit card here. And those are the fees, which aren't that high actually. Um, and you'll be able, they're going to be setting up that you can sell your cryptocurrencies for fiat as well. Then you have the private keys. And I'll show you what that looks like. You can export the private keys individually. And you can also import them. So I could move my Exodus wallet over into this by importing the different private keys that I have for each uh, different coin or token that I've got in my Exodus wallet. And then the backup. This is what the backup looks like. I can download it. And it, this is encrypted. These are the private keys, but encrypted. So it isn't that, like this string of this string of characters or any... A uh, particular string of characters represents a particular 
coins, private key. No, it's all encrypted, muddled up. So it's completely useless. Now this allows me, I can download it. This then allows me to sync the web wallet with my desktop wallet or my mobile wallet. So I actually downloaded and installed the desktop wallet, which I will show you here. And I can protect with a password or I can import or restore, create a wallet. Um, and what I can do is I can restore from backup, which is I can drag and drop the file, which I've downloaded from the web wallet. All right, let me just do that now. Let's take this back up. I thought I opened it. There you go. Let's close it. That's what it looks like. Let me just right, drag and drop. Come on. There we go. There we go. Put in the password, which, as you remember, P A double S W O R R D. This is not my real password. Even if it was, it would be useless to you without this backup file, and that's what you got to store on a stick. So here we go. So as you can see, this is now synced with my uh, web wallet, and we'll check that by looking at the address for, uh, we got Bitcoin, my Bitcoin gold wallet is GN8M8. Now I have no money in this, which is why it's saying um, 000. What it would take for me, which I first I'd need to decide which one I'd move over, I use an Exodus wallet for transacting, generally. Here we go, GN8M8X, okay. I'd have to bring over the private keys individually, which I haven't got around to doing. All right, so that is, uh, that, is that on the Garda.com uh, wallet. Garda.co, that's their website, Garda.co. I'll have all the links in the description below. And what I like about it is how quickly they're moving. I like that they have 500 ERC20 tokens listed already. So this means that coin tokens that Jax doesn't recognize, X doesn't recognize, Keep Key doesn't recognize, I can now put on here and I will see them. Um, and I can use, I can transact with them very, very quickly. Uh, if there's a particular coin that you want on this particular ERC20 token, you can email them. In my experience, they're very, very responsive. Um, and they're, add, they're going through CoinMarketCap, adding all the coins. And this is something that we have been waiting for. A, I know Coinomi has loads and loads of coins, but Coinomi only works on mobile. This one integrates across web, desktop, and mobile, and they're adding lots and lots and lots of coins. Multi-currency um, wallet where you keep the private keys. I like very much. All right, if you have any comments or questions, please put them in the description below. Uh, I'd love to know, have you used the Garda uh, wallet? What do you think of it? And... Look out for the interview that I'll be having with the CEO shortly. So subscribe, hit the notification bell for that. All right, on my channel, I cover ICOs that I think are uh, good quality projects, like businesses that are moving over onto the blockchain uh, that may be worthwhile investments. I also cover projects that I'm interested in myself, ones that I've invested in personally um, or just find fascinating. And three come to mind. One I've covered a lot, which is MyNexCoin. I'm going to be talking about MyNexCoin uh, as well. There's some very exciting news about MyNexCoin. And the other two are Komodo and Skycoin. Now, what all three of those share is they are complex projects. Each one of them is bu uh, are building ecosystems. So I'm going to say uh, something about Komodo. 
by the way, if what you want are regular news updates, this is not the channel. I recommend you go to Crypto or Cryptoverse or Data Dash or Box Mining. Now those channels do really great regular news up updates. What I like to do is I like to dive, dive deep into projects that I'm interested in. And one of these is Komodo. And if we look at Komodo, the price of Komodo when it first listed on CoinMarketCap was uh, 11.5 cents, just over 11.5 cents on the 6th of February 2017. It did go as high as $12.89 on December the 21st at 2017. And as I record this on, uh, I don't even know what day it is because it's pretty hot here, but it's a Thursday. It is June the 14th, Thursday, June the 14th, $1.96. So it's still a significant increase to where it was over 14 months ago. Um, and what they do on Komodo, they have this really great marketing strategy. Every Friday, they send an email out a newsletter with five bullet points that keep you updated on what's happening. And I'm just going to go through this now. And I do recommend that you subscribe to this newsletter so you can be kept up to date with what's happening in the world of Komodo. So Komodo is now listing on Bitpanda, which means uh, that you'll be able to buy Bitpanda using Fiat, using your credit card or your um, SEPA transfers, as a, using Met MasterCard, Fiat and SEPA bank transfers. So you don't have to buy Bitcoin to uh, buy Komodo. You can do that with Bitpanda. Then Blockfolio has added the Barter Dex to its list of exchanges in its application. Komodo has also joined the Blockfolio.com signal beta, so you can find out about price movements. Now, just let you know what Barter Dex is. Barter Dex is a decentralized exchange, and unlike Ether, Ether Delta, Fork Delta, IDEX, and DDEX. Those four are all ERC-20 exchanges. Baradex is a non-ERC-20 exchange, and it allows for atomic swaps between different uh, cryptocurrencies. And Komodo say that Baradex can do atomic swaps between over about 95% of the coins listed on CoinMarketCap. Now, it doesn't have a lot of liquidity yet, but that will change as it grows and as it grows and as it grows. And what an atomic swap is, is it... it if you don't know, right, is it allows me to send you Coin X straight to your wallet for Coin Y, and you send Coin Y to my wallet. So it might be I send you Litecoin, you send me Bitcoin. We agree on the on the price that we're going to do, and uh, there's no third party, there's no exchange involved, and either the exchange goes through for both of us, or it goes through for none of us. So there's no risk involved. It's trustless. And it will mean I can send you ETH and you send me Bitcoin. Or I can send you Litecoin and you send me Bitcoin Cash. So that's been added to the Blockfolio app. And then Game Credits has adopted Komodo's delayed proof of work. Okay, so what is Komodo's delayed proof of work? I'm going to attempt to explain. This is a very simple explanation by a very simple YouTuber. All right. So you have the Bitcoin, you have the Bitcoin blockchain, and Komodo Zcash is a is a fork of um, Bitcoin, and then Komodo is a fork of Zcash. Now what happens is there's a the delayed proof of work means that whatever the block transactions on the Komodo blockchain, they're also somehow uh, recorded on the Bitcoin blockchain. So in order for there to be a fifty one attack where uh, somebody takes charge of 51% of the miners of the Komodo blockchain, they would also need to, to um, 
take f control of 51% of the Bitcoin blockchain because the Komodo blockchain, it's kind of like, um, like it has this copy, this blockchain copy, an added security function. So it can't be attacked in the same way. Now, what game credits have done is they endured a 51% attack very recently. It's a very small coin, so it doesn't take a lot of computing power relative to what it would take to, for a 51% attack with Bitcoin. What, what game credits have done is they've used the delayed proof-of-work algorithm, which means that their transactions are recorded on the Komodo blockchain, and those transactions, those blocks, are recorded on the Bitcoin blockchain, which means there just isn't the computing power available to do a 51% attack on uh, game credits. Now, I'll link to this article about that, um, about how game credits did, and I'm going to be having an interview with the CEO of game credits in a few in a few days' time, so please do look out for that. I've not featured them on my channel before, but I was so interested in this, and I had a great uh, conversation with Jack, the CEO, so we thought, hey, let's go for it. Uh, get, and then uh, also... The Android wallet Komodo is now available on an Android wallet where you hold the private keys, and that's on the Garda um, wallet. And I'll be talking to you a bit about that in during this um, during this video at some point. I haven't worked out the order as I record the different sections. And there's a beginner's guide on how to mine the Komodo coin. Should you wish to do that, GPU or CPU mining. So I'll link to this in the description below. And I do recommend you follow the fortunes of Komodo. I think Komodo, this dragon, is going to be really, 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 really big. Very, it does all kinds of very smart things. You can build applications on top of it with their own blockchain. Transaction fees are negligible, if anything. It's incredibly fast. It's a privacy coin. And it does atomic swaps, and it has a decentralized exchange that's already up and running. Okay, so that's Komodo, and do watch out. Um, I'll be, I'm going to be covering more about Komodo and also more about the um, applications that are running on the Komodo platform. So please subscribe, hit the notification bell. Do you have Komodo? How's it been with your Komodo investment? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, now the other project that I'm looking at is Skycoin. Skycoin is a very, very old project. First listed on CoinMarketCap on August 17, 2017, but it goes back much, much uh um, its history is much, much older than that, and it it listed it for 83 cents. It has been as high as 47 cents, December the 47 dollars, sorry, in 15 cents, December the 31st. It it spiked up very recently to uh, 26 dollars when it got listed on Binance, and now it's at 12 dollars 79. Now I am going to be getting Skycoin. It's a another ecosystem project with a whole range of um, aspects to it, which each one is a, is a whole series of YouTube videos on its own. I interviewed Synth, who's the co-founder. This is the beginning of a series of interviews, I hope, and we're just talking about the history of Skycoin and what it does. And I've been reading the white paper. The white paper is very easy to read, very easy to read. I do recommend you check it out. Let's have a look. This is the white paper. Uh, and Skycoin does lots and lots of very, very, very many clever things. And I'm going to refer to this Medium article, which says what Sky, Skycoin does, as a short summary of it. This is the business white paper. I don't know what too, I know TL stands for too long. DR, I don't know what that stands for. 
So let's have a look. So the new Skycoin white paper is very detailed and we're very proud of its all-encompassing scope. And they're going to be, um, as well as the full white paper, there's a range of additional white papers which I recommend you look at. So what does it do? They say they are launching the Web 3.0. It's one of the oldest blockchain projects in development and it's rooted in the principles of decentralized as a de in, in, in the principle of decentralization. It runs on a completely different consensus algorithm called Obelisk, which can be described as a web of trust. And this is because they say there are faults and flaws within proof of work and proof of stake. Transactions within Skycoin take as little as two seconds with no bottlenecks and no fees. It's faster than the vast majority of cryptocurrencies. Sounds about like as fast as, or slightly faster, or about the same as Flashcoin or MyNextCoin. And it's competitive with which, but nevertheless, two seconds means it's as fast as Apple Pay or Visa card or credit MasterCard transactions. It's, there are zero fees. It's funded by coin hours, and I'll be explaining those in a subsequent video. It's a separate currency issued to Sky holders for each hour that they hold a coin. It's written in the Golang language, which is a very easy to use language, and it makes 51% tax useless. It, they just don't work. Um, it uses conjoin protocol, which means that the wallets are all mixed up, mixes up the transact not doesn't mix up the wallets, mixes up the transactions, so they're indistinguishable from one to another. Now that I misread this is very very important. It's really important for you to do your own due diligence. Do I don't cover everything. I'm not going to cover everything in this video. I don't cover everything of anything in any video. Um, and partly because there's so much detail in any one of these projects. But you do got to look for yourself. You do got to check it out for yourself. Because it's not proof of work, because it's not proof of stake, it doesn't require the high energy costs that, are, that, that it takes to run proof of work, especially, and also proof of stake. So it's, so it's far more um, environmentally friendly. And it's way more than a cryptocurrency. What they're actually building is this uh, mesh network on top of which the Skywire internet will run. They are building a decentralized internet so that um, it's not dependent upon ISPs or big corporations. And it's backed, its practical application means it's backed by a real asset bandwidth. Now, um, there's some more information here about the Obelix uh, algorithm and just some of the points about it. It's high, highly scalable, low energy consumption, robust defense against coordinated attack, Protection against 51% attack. Hidden IP addresses, which will render VPNs useless. Now, I do use a VPN until uh, we're all using um, Skynet's, Skycoin's, sorry, Skynet is the internet, until we're using that. So, until then, use a VPN. And uh, let me see, there's more here. I'm going to link to this. Ah, oh, Skyminers. I'm hoping to get a Skyminer, low energy. Uh, and how it works is you buy a sky a sky miner for one bitcoin, but inside the sky miner is already one bitcoin's worth of sky coins, and they get released as per the algorithm slowly. And then once you've got the one bitcoin's worth of sky coins, it still keeps generating more sky coins, and it's a low energy uh, mining rig. And uh, in in our home where we live, uh, the lounge gets particularly cold, so I'm hoping to use that to warm the lounge up as well because our lounge is north and east facing okay 
uh, completely open source, oh, this is it, Skywire, incentivized mesh network that is faster, more affordable, more accessible, and offers higher quality of service than the current internet. And he explains here how, it, how that is achieved. And then also there's Fiber. Fiber is a launchpad for scalable, secure, and decentralized applications by third parties, and is a necessary solution as more enterprises seek to adopt blockchain architecture. Through Fiber, customers have a private chain that is fully customizable to their own needs and equipped with all the benefits of Skycoin technology. Now here, I think there, are, there is some overlap between Skycoin and Komodo. Komodo allows for uh, projects to have their own blockchain on top of the Komodo blockchain, they, and Skycoin also allows that for projects to have their own blockchain on top of Fiber. And both are privacy coins, Skycoin and Komodo are privacy coins. Sky Suite, CX, and CSO are a portfolio of self-contained applications which run natively on the Skywire network. And it is a programming language developed by Skycoin which will be used to develop Sky Suite applications. And it's very easy to use. Even somebody like me could use this. And this article says that's about as about as condensed as we can get without losing the value of the white paper. We hope that this post is useful for the community. It is useful. Please do uh, have a look at the um, Skycoin white paper and the website. And also, if you want to buy Skycoin, you can buy it direct from skycoin.net, um, having done your own due diligence, paying in Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin Cash. Um, do check it out. If you have any questions about Skycoin, let me know. Put them in the comments below. I will be covering more about Skycoin in the next few months or so, next few weeks, and getting more into it. This is very, very exciting news for those of you who have invested in MyNextCoin or follow that project. Again, like Skycoin and Komodo, uh, they are building an ecosystem, and their ecosystem is different to the Skycoin ecosystem and the <coughs> Komodo ecosystem. Theirs is more of a financial economic ecosystem, and it includes the creation of a credit card, a cryptocurrency-backed card. Now this is, what I'm telling you now is not official information, they haven't officially announced it, but this is information that's been gleaned from uh, the Telegram groups and little snippets uh, that Boris Shulia, the CEO, has given away. I'm gonna take you back to this video that I uploaded on May the 13th after I came back from my trip to the Ukraine to see Boris and the team in their office. And in this video, which I'll link to in the description below, I explain how the Minix coin card will work. So this green square represents your wallet, where you have the private keys, you, you, it, you know, there's no counterparty risk, your Minix coins are in here. You send your Minix coins <clears throat> to an exchange, to a financial entity in Japan where cryptocurrencies are recognized as legal tender. Here, the MNX is converted into fiat currency. And then from there, that uh, financial entity sends the fiat to this jurisdiction. I don't know which one it is yet. And this is the jurisdiction that issues the, the payment card, the credit card, the debit card. We're going to find out. So uh, now this is going to be what we do know. This is going to be a visa backed card. It's going to be a Visa card. It'll be accepted wherever Visa is accepted. And as far as Visa are concerned, as far as the banks are concerned, the only thing going in is Fiat, and the only thing going out is Fiat. But where MNX comes in is using the, <clears throat> the 
interest payments from the Minex Bank, because right now Minex Bank is paying 5.3% interest on coins that are parked. What that means is you keep the coins in your wallet, you pledge at the Minex Bank that I'm going to keep the coins in my wallet for this period, and then you receive a certain amount of um, Minex coins as interest, depending upon the period which you're holding them for. Now, the where those coins come from are from the coins that the Minex Bank kept back from the ICO. They kept back a million Minex coins for the interest payments. So there's no referral links or anything like that. There's no different levels. And then once that reserve is, is depleted, the Minex Bank will be charging a transaction fee, a small fee on all the transactions that the miners process. This is a proof of work coin. Eventually, up to 70% of transaction fees from the miners will go to replenish the Minex Bank reserves to make out interest payments. So anyway, you send your MNX from here to this, uh, to this entity, converts it to fiat, and the fiat is used, is sent to your card provider. So you go away, you go shopping, wherever the visa sign is located. So that's the basic structure of the credit card or the payment card. And this is what this article is from the Daily Coin Post. I'll link to it in the description below. It says, now some of the details here may change as the 456. Okay, I'm going to go through some of the points here. Remember, some of the details may change because this is not an official announcement. So, in February this year, Minexcoin laid out their ambitious roadmap for 2018. With the end of quarter two approaching, enthusiastic crypto investors have been asking for an update. It was reported on Reddit that Boris Shuliev, the CEO of Minexcoin, has said that things are running along smoothly and to expect the following updates very soon. So, one... The cards will be announced a day or two before the listing on HitBTC. So MNX is in negotiation with HitBTC about being listed on HitBTC. And uh, the negotiations are so advanced that they can announce it publicly. We don't have a date yet. Uh, within two weeks of this article, which is today, uh, June the 14th, pre-ordering of cards will be available. The cards will be available for... 1 MNX, 5 MNX, 20 MNX, or 200 MNX. So you have to make a, a payment. There's a fee to, to buy the card or to get the card. Uh, the cheapest card has the highest fees. So whenever you make a transaction in um, either an ATM or you make a payment using the card, and it will be a Visa card, there may be fees. Now, the cheapest cards will have the highest fees. The 200 MNX card will have no fees for the lifetime of the card. Um, and that will only be limited. There's going to be only a, a thousand of those available. And it will also have the highest withdrawal limit. The withdrawal limit for the limited edition premium card will be 20,000 US dollars. Now the card will actually work as an overdraft card. So not quite a payment card, not quite a credit card. What you do is you, you deposit a certain number of MNX coins and you can make an overdraft as a percentage of the coins that you hold on the card. And then you transfer them to the um, entity in Japan. I think it's going to be in Japan. It may not be. To the financial entity, which converts the MNX cards into fiat to then pay your, your Visa card balance off. The cards will be delivered via courier delivery service. It will be a Visa card. And the cards will be denominated in US dollars and euros. But you can make payments in other currencies for which there may be a small 
transaction fee each time as is normally the case. So this is very, very exciting. My next coin have come up with a really well, in my opinion, a really well designed card that the banks can't stop, which is about to roll out imminently. In this respect, they're ahead of the game. They're ahead of, the, they're ahead of Monaco, ahead of BitPay, ahead of 10X, ahead of TokenPay, at least as far as I know. If you know otherwise, then please let me know in the comments below and I will check it out. And I reference those cards. Apart from Monaco, I've looked at all of those cards. I a whole token pay. I have used a BitPay card. I have used a 10x card. I do hold pay tokens. And I'm waiting for their cards to come through. But their cards are all directly linked to cryptocurrencies. This one isn't. It has a go-between. Now, MNX has suffered lately because they reduced the uh, parking rates quite a bit. That They announced they were going to do that. So a lot of people sold their MNX and also because of the bear market in Bitcoin anyway, where everybody suffers. It's $6.71. I bought two ETH worth of MNX yesterday. I'm looking to buy some more because I am very excited by the possibilities that the card makes available. So look, let me know. Are you going to be uh, getting the card? Are you interested in finding out more? Do you hold MNX? Uh, please uh, comment below. Any questions that you have about any of the projects that I've covered, comment below, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'm hoping to interview Boris in the next few days or so. I'll also have um, further interviews with Synth from Skycoin, Jack from Game Credits, and uh, we'll be following up on various projects regarding uh, Komodo. Oh, and I've got an interview coming up with the people from Garda. So subscribe, hit the notification bell. This is Crypto Rich. Please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. All the best. Bye-bye.